Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. For those of you listeners who are either tourists or who grew up in northern New Jersey, there's one major attraction that is kind of hard to escape noticing. It's the mother load of all highways, which has been written about by countless authors and featured on radio and TV for many decades, maybe longer. Even Gene Shepard from WOR Radio used to wax poetic about the sights and sounds of this incredible four-lane example of pure schmaltz, consumerism, and Americana. You've heard of old Route 66? Well, that road may be longer in mileage, and I speak from personal experience, but it absolutely pales in comparison to what I'm about to describe for you. And that's the nearly 180-mile engineering masterpiece known as Route 22, which blazes a trail from Newark Airport in the east to Easton, Pennsylvania in the west. Actually, it goes even further than that, winding past the many mountains and valleys and scenic rivers of Pennsylvania into the Buckeye state of Ohio and beyond. But for today, my friends, we're only going to deal with a 180-mile stretch that cuts across central New Jersey. When I was growing up, Route 22 was like a second home for my old man. Every chance he got, he would put us all in the car and head out to do some shopping along Route 22. There are a number of different destinations he'd frequent, like RNS Auto Stores, Two Guys from Harrison, Pep Boys, Raquel's, or Channel Lumber, or some other manly emporium of car parts, woodworking supplies, or electronics. Channel Lumber was a particular favorite. Many times I can remember spotting their familiar landmark sign from more than a mile away. It was a giant, well-muscled, beefcake-looking guy who slightly resembled Hercules, holding up a smaller sign that read, Biggest Values of All! I guess they needed somebody as big as Hercules to get that point across. In its heyday, Channel Lumber was actually the predecessor of other home center chains that came on the scene much later, like Home Depot, Lowe's, and others. But for the old man back in those days, it was the main go-to place for nails, lumber, tools, hardware, and other building supplies. And for a little kid like me, it was like a playground away from home. I grew up really appreciating the smell of fresh-cut wood and sawdust, I tell you. But there are many other attractions along Route 22 as well. I don't know if I even have enough time to fit them all into our podcast today, but I'll give it a try. One of the most enduring landmarks, of course, was a giant building that resembled an ocean cruise liner that somehow got lost and wound up parked in the middle of the median strip of Route 22. It was called the Flagship. Once upon a time, it had been a restaurant and nightclub, and then later became a clothing store, and then a dinner theater, until ultimately it was torn down and rebuilt all over again in 1986, then serving as the home of several appliance stores like Nobody Beats the Wiz and PC Richards. Just down the road from the flagship was another landmark. For those of you coffee lovers who grew up on Chock Full of Nuts Coffee, you may remember the crazy little building that looked like a quaint, colorful, European-style cottage designed by Walt Disney. Seriously! The architect of that particular coffee shop chain created a very distinctive, eye-catching, cartoon-like building that would definitely catch your eye as you were speeding down Route 22. A little further down was another establishment also located in the center median called Loft's Candy Garden. 
It was a rather modern looking building, which at one time was even featured in a story in Progressive Architecture magazine. And back in the 1920s, Lofts was actually considered the world's largest maker and seller of candy, with 70 stores in the metro New York, New Jersey area alone. At its location on Route 22, you could relax in the small garden surrounding the store, which was like an oasis right there in the middle of a busy highway. And when it came to the sweet stuff, us kids always enjoyed seeing candy made right before our very eyes, the old-fashioned way. You could then handpick your candy to take home from a wide selection in the glass display cases. Speaking of kid stuff, as you kept on going west down Route 22, you soon came to the town of Springfield. There at the Springfield Avenue exit on the eastbound side of 22, there used to be a very small amusement park right off the exit. Nothing big and fancy, of course, like Palisades Park. No, this was a very tiny, toddler-sized amusement park. And right next door to it was a Howard Johnson's restaurant. <laughs> Remember those? So after spending an hour or two riding in all the rides, very often my old man would take us to the Hojo's for an ice cream cone. Ah, those were the days. Continuing onwards, you'd pass the Echo Lake Bowling Alley Complex that also included a smorgasbord restaurant. And a few miles further, you'd come upon the Blue Star Shopping Center. Back in those days, one of the magnet stores in this particular strip mall was EJ Corvettes, where my mother liked to do her back-to-school shopping. And in that same shopping center was the Blue Star Cinema, where I once took a date to see Summer of 42. Great movie. Although it was a little embarrassing for me when the scene in the drugstore played out. This was like a first date, you see, and to hear the kid trying to buy condoms probably went over like a lead balloon with my female companion. <gasps> anyway, if you got back on the highway and kept heading west, you'd eventually see another famous landmark, the Leaning Tower of Pizza. <laughs> no, not the one in Italy. This was actually a pizza restaurant in Greenbrook Township, right on Route 22. And true to its namesake, the centerpiece of the establishment was a bigger-than-life, leaning, scale-model replica of the original tower, right in front of the building, containing the front door through which you entered the restaurant. Now, from here on out on 22, the many retail establishments and strip malls began petering out. At least that's what it was like in the 1960s and 70s. By now, that's probably all changed. But back then, it was sort of a good thing. Because now you could relax a little and put the car on cruise control, knowing that all those crazy New Jersey drivers weren't going to be coming out at you from multiple parking lots on either side of the highway, testing your driving skills like never before. I swear, it was like you were one of those poor critters in a whack-a-mole game, never knowing which way to turn next for the safety of you and your passengers. But wait a minute, folks. Apparently, from what my spies have been reporting, Route 22 is still a scary place to drive. Maybe even more so than back in the 60s. And that's precisely because of those wide-open lanes when you begin getting out into the boonies beyond Greenbrook and Bridgewater. There are lunatics out there driving fancy sports cars who think Route 22 is their personal NASCAR raceway. One driver was actually clocked at 141 miles per hour. To put things in perspective, the average NASCAR speed is 140 to 200 miles per hour. 
But aside from the insane drivers who think they're in a Fast and Furious movie, they're also the more ordinary commuters who just take it all in stride and dart back and forth between lanes, hopscotching around like they're in some kind of wild computer game. Did you know that Route 22 was ranked number one by NewJersey.com for being the most terrifying road in New Jersey? I believe it. Just the section between Union and Springfield alone is enough to reduce a grown man to tears. You've got extremely high-speed traffic, exit ramps on both the right and the left, retail stores galore, jug handle turns, more signs and billboards than a carnival midway, and an overall sense of impending doom and destruction, according to NewJersey.com. The good news is, they also say that if you can make it down Route 22 without any mishaps, scrapes, or fender benders, you should be able to drive any road, anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Seriously, if you want to learn how to drive under the most challenging conditions ever, just head on over to Route 22. I did. And I'm still here to talk about it. So, my friends, you can get your kicks on Route 66, but prepare to meet your Waterloo on Route 22. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.